셔셔드 마이크가 필요합니다. 마이크를 또 디스커에 참여하시는 분들 수에 맞게 나눠주시고요. 네, 그리고 잠깐 스태프분, 네. 디스커에 참여하시는 분들 앞으로 네, 모시도록 하겠습니다. 여러분들 잠깐 기다려주시면 저희가 오늘 디스커션을 갖고 또 여러분들 저희가 사실 휴식 시간을 조금 원래 가지려고 했었어요. 그런데 아무래도 네트워킹 시간이 중요하다는 생각이 들어서 저희가 조금 조금씩 이제 축약을 해서 네트워킹 시간을 길게 늘렸습니다. 그래서 여러분들께서 이 편안한 시간 가운데 함께 해주시고요. 뒤에 있는 네트워킹 시간대도 함께 재밌는 단소 나누면서 또 못다한 이야기 해주시면 감사하겠습니다. 네. 지금 조금 시간이 더, 네. 약간 저희가 세팅도 더 하고, 그리고 조금 준비가 되는데 약간 더 소요될 것 같은데요. 우선은 마이크도 전달해 주시면 감사하겠고 또 참여하시는 패널분들 나와주시면 감사하겠습니다. 저희 마이크 하나 더 필요하시죠? 마이크 하나 더 준비해 주시면 감사하겠습니다. 네, 마이크. 그럼 저희 바로 패럴 디스커션 진행하겠습니다. 오늘 디스커션의 주제는 어, 다오의 소설 같은데 굉장히 철학적인 주제가 될것 같습니다. The theme of this panel discussion is Tao and society. I think it's very philosophical theme, right? And I ask questions. 자, 각자 다오가 뭐라고 생각하는지 좀 질문 드리고 싶어요. What is Tao? Each of you defines Tao. So I, I think uh, DAOs are the next big thing in crypto, uh, because we didn't have uh, hype around DAOs yet, and I think it's still uh, to come. So what is DAO? It's a way to actually improve something that we have in the real world, like a real world governance with blockchain, because uh, blockchain brings a lot of new things. It brings transparency, and it means accountability. So when you try to do some like decentralized organizations on blockchain, they become more transparent than like real world organizations that we have now. So this is very important. And DAO is like if it's some, some kind of like acronym and uh, it stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. So what it is, uh, let's break it down. 
Decentralized means that it runs on the blockchain, basically. Autonomous means that it is like some kind of like independent thing that doesn't depend on any other um, uh, any other DAOs and can exist on its own. And organization means that it's an organization. This is something that we've had like for for millennia. This is a way to organize communities and do something together. So it's a new way for society to operate. Actually, it's not something that is related only to DeFi or to blockchain. It's it's a promise of new ways to operate for society as a whole. So it, it might be very important. It's not so important yet, but maybe in future when we have DAOs with trillion dollars so locked in them, it can become very important and those DAOs can compete with big companies, with governments and with states. So to summarize, DAOs can be the future and we are here to make it happen. So anybody else? Sure. I, I, think, I think DAO to me is more of a, a collective agreement you know, uh, between multiple parties. You know, but, but of course that's with the pretext that we are using the blockchain technology to facilitate all the different kind of uh, agreements, you know, um, and, and, and uh, like, like, like the fine gentleman has mentioned, you know, it is decentralized. So it is a way to create a consensus in the most fair manner, you know, when we talk about DAOs. And, and to be honest, uh, down in this part of the world, in Asia, it is, it is not a stranger. A, a lot of us uh, are exposed to, to different DAOs, right? So we have uh, DAOs that, that serve a certain purpose for, for investment purposes. You know, we, we form a DAO to, to, to buy a Korean national treasure uh, four months ago. Yeah, right. And then we have the bigger DAOs with uh, bigger funds like uh, 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 BitDAO, for example. You know, they, they serve a multiple purpose. So, so I think all these DAOs are good um, uh, right now and it serves a certain purpose but I think the DAOs will continue to evolve you know, as, as we move on. Thank you. Um, I think DAO is simply the organization that gives power to the people in the community and instead of uh, asking for something from your boss or leader, the smart contract will do those tasks so the whole organization will be um, self-sustainable. So, and anyone can propose and anyone can vote uh, in order to advance organizations. So I think the core operating entity of DAO is community members. And I think DAO is environment where all community members uh, can be leader or owner of the organizations. You want to say something? Uh, I'll be speaking in Korean, so Korean members. DAO is one tool, and I think it's a project of experimental development. Whether it's a business goal or a business goal, governance level, 팀의 어떤 목적에 부합하는 길들을 다양한 방식으로 풀어갈 수 있는 조직이라고 생각하고요. 다오의 가장 큰 포텐셜 제가 경험했던 부분들이라면 고용에 대한 유연성인 것 같습니다. 어떤 다오가 지향하고자 하는 목적에 
열정을 가지고 참여할 수 있는 사람들을 쉽게 온보딩할 수 있고 그 사람들의 열정을 잠재성을 네, 포텐셜을 끌어올려줄 수 있는 게 다오라고 생각하고 그동안 아직 다오가 이제 툴이 발전되지 않았고 아직 개발 중이지만 그동안 여러 다오를 제3자 입장에서 보거나 직접 참여하면서 일반적인 스타트업들이 생산해낼 수 있는 생산 속도에 몇 배에 달하는 그런 포텐셜을 보면서 다오의 가장 중요한 부분은 고용 유연성을 통해서 프로덕의 포텐셜을 올릴 수 있는 것이라고 생각합니다. So when I ask something, so please answer clearly if you want. Okay? Okay. So 아까 리더 말씀하셔서 리더 관련돼서 질문 드릴게요. You said about leader. I think humans are social animals, right? And have formed organizations from the past. Have leader. And all kinds of organizations always have a leader. I think. Is it possible on organization without a leader? In reality, is it possible? I think on the non-leader organization is the point of DAO. Is it possible in reality, real world? Uh, yeah, it's a very interesting question actually because we are trying to uh, launch the new generation of DAOs now that will be solving exactly this uh, problem and answering this question whether it's possible to do like leaderless organizations. I think uh, probably it's impossible, but uh, it's a question of what we want from DAOs. I think people have to decide what they want a DAO to achieve. And then the protocol has to pick the right people to achieve that. So it's different, you know, because when you vote, like when you vote uh, at elections and like government elections, you usually vote for people. You don't vote for uh, things you want them to do. You know, so usually you vote for a particular person. But it should be reversed somehow. You should be voting for what you want to get done. And uh, DAO could help with that. Uh, there can be protocol, and we're building this protocol actually, that will pick the right people to do that. Because there is some like metrics that people have to uh, follow and uh, when they're successful with their decisions they get more governance power and when they're like unsuccessful when they uh, make wrong decisions uh, uh, this governance power is taken from them so there is some kind of like uh, so-called skin in the game they have like a vested interest uh, and it's really different from what we have in the real world as I mentioned, usually don't vote for ideas, you vote for particular people. But you need to vote for things that you want uh, to achieve. And th that's where DAOs can help. So I think leaderless organizations are probably impossible, but there are like better ways to choose the leaders. And DAOs can help with that. Okay. Uh, 어떤 조직이든 목표하고자 하는 바들이 있을 거기 때문에 그 코어 아이디어를 내시는 분들 그러니까 코어 리더라고 볼수 있겠죠? 그 사람들은 반드시 존재를 해야 한다. 그렇지 않으면 그 조직의 목적이 있을 수 없기 때문에 처음에는 그 아이디어를 낸 코어 멤버들이 조직을 구성하고 아이디어를 아이디어가 어느 정도 구현될 때까지 최소한의 
임기라고 해야 될까요? 그 시간을 이제 또 투표로 지정하겠지만 어, 다우가 어느 정도 구성된 이후에는 사실가 얘기했던 것처럼 한 사람에 종속되지 않는 다우가 운영될 수 있다는 것을 어, 예를 들면 올림포스 다우 같은 프로덕에서도 그 파운더인 지우스가 어, 코어 아이디어를 계속 내놓고 어, 어느 정도 프로덕이 궤도 위에 오른 다음에 스텝백해서 뒤에서 어, 이후 다음 단계에 대한 논문을 낸다든지 아이디어를 제시하는 형태로 어, 서포터와 역할을 해주면서 다우 안에서 어, 다른 카운슬 멤버라든지 거버넌스 참여자들이 자율적으로 의견을 내고 그거에 대해서 어, 계속 수정하고 같이 빌드업할 수 있는 그런 것들이 조성되는 것을 봤기 때문에 어, 처음에는 리더가 있어 코어 리더가 있어야 한다 하지만 방향성이 어느 정도 정해진 뒤에는 다우 안에서 어, 지속적인 발전이 가능하다라는 게 저는 생각입니다. I, I think in a more ideal situation, um, most DAOs should, should not have any form of uh, true, true leader, you know, ideally for me, right? Because if, if you have a true leader, you appoint a certain leader, whether it's by consensus or not, that's, uh, that's a bullshit DAO. Because you know who they are, you can give them a call to change all the votes. We, we know this very well, you know, in a lot of these DAOs, how this how, how it is operated and so forth so ideally it should not have any form of a centralized point of authority and contact you know everything based purely on consensus that that should be the way for for DAOs and that should be the way how DAOs will work better you know if not then the purpose of forming a DAO is just redundant so, so coming back to the point about, about a leader, you know, that leader itself can be totally anonymous, right? So you can go by a nick, you know, go by a name, you can call yourself a Satoshi something, you know, and then you continue to live in the DAO and do the right work and steer the direction of the DAO towards the right purpose. I think those, those are more efficient DAO. So is there a leader? Yes, there might be a leader, but you, you won't know who he is. You know, similarly for everything, everyone else in the DAO, if you really want to do that. You know, that's, that's my very ideal uh, 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 idea, you know. Uh, yeah, I think it's question about how to define a leader. And in DAO, anyone can propose a vote. And anyone can participate in decision-making process. So, but I think the leader in DAO is the one who has the most governance tokens. Am I right? The one with the most money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that in reality, I mean. I mean it's, 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 it's not good, it's not good. It's true now, but it's not good, you know, because it's very simple to manipulate those yeah. DAOs. So there has to be a new generation of DAOs that works in a more sophisticated way. Yeah, it is. At some point, people know who they are and who the leader is. So I think it's impossible to achieve the ideology of yours. Actually, to be honest, it can be done. It depends on how you start the whole DAO. So I give an example. If today the DAO is started by uh, XYZ blockchain, mm -hmm. so you know that the leader is already by default within, within the, the, the blockchain, right? But if you want to do something from community up, 
it's actually possible. Yeah, hundred percent possible. I mean, at least you know the the wallet address, and then it's you okay. can tra trace down the, the activities True. Of, of that wallet. So, but if you are not docs, you will not know who the who the wallet holder is, right? No, no. But at least you know, you know the activities and the the intention of the wallet address. If they send off all of all of tokens they have, then the DAO will collapse, I think. True. But, uh, this is why there must be governance. Right. Mm. And, and the whole DAO should not be controlled by just the governance token, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So basically, uh, what we are trying to do, we are trying to uh, bring such an architecture uh, when when you make right decisions, you are rewarded with more tokens. And when you make wrong decisions, the tokens are being taken away from you. It's a very simple approach, but we don't have it yet in, in current DAOs. And I think it should help. This is the first step that should be done in the direction of like more balanced DAOs. Because otherwise, what happens now in DeFi, basically you can bribe people to vote for your pool, for example. And it's very easy to do. For example, you have Curve.Fi. It's a very big uh, stable coin exchange pool. And you have uh, several projects on top of it. For example, Convex and there are some others that do bribes. You know, So they pay people uh, their tokens to vote for some particular pools. So you can go to Convex and bribe people to vote for your pool on Curve. So I think it's it's not a governance. It's it's just too basic. You know, it's so easily manipulated that you can't really call it a proper governance. It's something else. So to make a proper governance, we need to create more sophisticated systems. Uh, it is usually called simple token governance. This approach, when uh, the number of votes that you have is proportional to the number uh, to the number of tokens. But it is just way too simple. That's why it's called simple. But it's way too simple. So we need to create something more complicated. And I think people are wiser than we think. <laughs> mm. If there is no collapse or a product, they will invest or deposit their money to the product. Mm. Okay, we have discussions and. Uh, 저 의사 결정 구조 관련돼서 말씀하셔가지고 그 부분에 대해서 미, 어, 여쭤볼게요. Decision making process of DAO is relatively inefficient than normal organizations. I think can DAO be the mainstream forms of organizations, even though the, that kind of inefficiency? I think. DAO can be, at some extent, the mainstream, can enter into the mainstream uh, in a special field of like IT or metaverse, something like that. Because of the DAO has the properties of the reliability and, and sustainability. And no matter what happens, DAO, DAO will keep working, right? For example, a uh, major developer stops working on the project or even um, funding goes away. And also another benefit of DAO is no one can interrupt on your project, even if uh, from governance, government agency like stop, we are shutting you down. You can't say that. 
So, so in in that perspective, I I think that can be mainstream in one day. I think, yeah. You think the government and DAO can coexist? I think yes, yes. Actually, they can somehow merge into one thing in the future. Uh, and DAOs like develop, and what we have now is too simple. It's very basic. Uh, because uh, people are, are just trying to bring those governance models they have in real world uh, onto the blockchain. But it's not enough. You have to come up with new models uh, that work better on the blockchain and the, that can work only on the blockchain. For example, with transparency and accountability. So, uh, and this is the next step because we will have new models that we don't have now and they will work on the blockchain and it will be happening soon and it's starting to happen now i, I think uh, this uh, government and DAOs can definitely work together mm. i'll give an example maybe in korea right oh. so there's a lot of uh, lobbying right mm. you know there's a lot of lobbying there's a lot of protests and so forth actually that kind of environment mm. works very well in the DAO, oh. right but i mean uh, sorry you know but to say this but <laughs> but but it works very well with the DAO, oh. you know and then and then actually right now is already a doubt, to be to be real honest, in, in a certain form. And then and then the, the government will take all this feedback. You know, so I think that's the way DAOs can really work, you know, in, in this space. So in order to protest, maybe they should sign up for a DAO, right? And, and that's how things work, you know. So there can be like DAOs as well. Yeah. <laughs> I like it man. <laughs> I think I think um, DAO and government will be uh, compatible with each other and uh, like public service I mean the government like voting registration and driving license acquisition or immigration or taxation and etc especially in the field of public service sector I think it, it can be used uh, by using DAO so they those two are not completely opposite concepts, so I think they can coexist. I don't have much knowledge than you guys, so until now, I think, uh, is there any significantly successful DAO in real world? If it is, what is it? If it isn't, why is it? Successful DAO. Do we have it? I think we don't have any yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But we've solved. We, uh, hopefully, it will be successful. But I think we have the idea, and it's a success already. So we have the idea of DAO, and it, it, it's a success in and of itself. You know? So now we have to work on that idea and make it happen. DAO is still in development, so it will take at least one or two years to see the better model. And everywhere uh, I see. They are trying to make up, make better governance and better tools to be seen as a better one. Yeah, like I said, DAO is evolving, and but I don't think there is a successful DAO in real world yet. Mm. But maybe someday. Uh, I, I think that in terms of DAO, real real DAO, I don't think we have seen it yet. Oh. You know, so when you say successful. 
I mean, right now it's still really early. But but again, coming back to the point about about a hybrid DAO, you know, the, the example that I've, I've quoted about the lobbying and so forth. You know, indirectly they are also decentralized. Indirectly they are also a DAO. So it depends on your definition of DAO. Does it have to be on the blockchain? Because if you talk to some people around, they will say that there's no need to be on blockchain. There's no need to be on DLT, right? You know, it depends on how how the whole structure is like. You know, so. I think if you're talking about the old kind of a decentralized systems, you know, a decentralized economy, I think there, there are some, some, some DAO-like uh, structure. Mm. But you talk about blockchain DAOs, yeah, maybe blockchain it will take some time. Take some time, yeah. okay. I like DAO is evolving. I like that word, okay. So, what is the strength of Waves DAO? Can Waves DAO be successful? Yeah, we are building to be successful because we are trying to implement new models uh, that can actually work in the real world. Because as I said, for uh, the DAOs to work properly, you need to use the models that can work in the real world. You know, so you just can't use those very simple models uh, when your voting power is proportional to the number of tokens, because that would not work in the real world. So we need to take the real world governance and enhance it with uh, blockchain and maybe uh, invent something new for the real world governance as well. This is what we are trying to do. We are not trying to build a DAO for ways, we are trying to build a DAO platform that can be used also for ways, but uh, uh, not exclusively. It can be used for a lot of things uh, as in blockchain space uh, uh, and also in the real world. So it's a multi-purpose DAO that can be used for anything. And uh, the first DAOs that will be built on this platform will be uh, dedicated to Waves. It will be, uh, for example, it will be like Waves and Grants uh, program, Incubator program, some research DAOs. But I hope that there's going to be other DAOs, for example, charity DAOs, when people decide uh, how they want to spend their money in the most efficient way to help uh, uh, some cause and to help people. Some research DAOs and people like collect funds to do some research, and uh, if you're a successful researcher, you're rewarded for your uh, research. So there can be so many different DAOs, and we want uh, we will not limit it to blockchain only. We want to make a platform that can be used for anything. So let's see how it goes. I think nobody tried to do that yet, and uh, my goal would be to create something working not only uh, for blockchain projects, but for all projects in general. Because I think this is what blockchain should do. It should focus on the real world and it should make the real world better. Okay, uh, give a final word for the Korean investors who are interested in DAOs or wave DAOs. Uh, so guys, uh, we'll be launching it uh, in stages, uh, stay tuned, we'll do some like token airdrop, you will be able to participate because everybody will be able to participate and you don't need to uh, like to invest anything there because there's going to be an airdrop, it's like a prize, a non for us it's a non-profit project and I think it can be, it can be very profitable for, for the people who participate but for us it's some kind of like non-profit thing. So there's not going to be a token sale, it's just going to be some kind of airdrop, that's it. So stay tuned and I hope that you will launch your own DAO and I think we'll launch some DAO in Korea, for example, to distribute grants to Korean developers. So we will have some specific DAO 
will we'll, we'll focus in exclusively on uh, Korean market and grants for Korean developers. Have any words about DAO? I have a crazy idea. You know, DAO is not always about money, to be honest. It's not about how much some blockchain can give to a certain, certain DAO. So, so, so just, just a bit of background. So right now, I'm, I'm quite free. You know? So I, I wrote a book about NFT from zero to hero that's going to be launched on Bybit, uh, NFT marketplace, uh, in, in three, three days' time. So I was thinking, instead of me setting up a Discord group, you know, maybe the, this is my third, uh, I mean, the, the, this is my second book. So perhaps the third book that I have, I can set up a DAO, you know, for, for fun, and then get people to tell me what should be, what should the next few chapters be like, you know. I, I, I just find that, you know, when you talk about DAOs, it's not necessarily something really big, you know. You could launch a book with a DAO, you know. Just like what I'm, I'm really thinking is, is thanks to you, man. So I, I really think that, you know, we could form something together on a DAO. You could even sell the book later on. All the royalties can go back to the DAO. And, and that's a way that you can sustain, right? It's not like you're going to look at, uh, for example, Clayton, you know, ask them for, for $50,000 to form a DAO, but it's not sustainable, right? So maybe a way that I, I've mentioned about the book is something fun, you know, and that's a, that's a fun DAO, right? That's, that's collective, yeah? Yeah, it is. Okay, DAO is everywhere, right? Okay. Thank you for sharing uh, insightful idea and uh, 지금까지 어 다우와 사회에 관련된 토론이었습니다. Thank you. Thank you for the feedback. <웃음> 네, 감사합니다. 패널 디스커션으로 수고해 주신 다섯 분께 다시 한번 큰 박수 부탁드립니다. <웃음>